You're listening to A Prophet, a collaboration between Sakhlain and Al-Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sakhlain.org support. Previously, we examined how the Prophet received revelation and that the first to believe in him were Imam Ali and Lady Khadija, peace be upon her. There is one point that has been debated amongst the scholars when it comes to the revelation that the Prophet received there is discussion amongst the scholars that when the Prophet received revelation in Ghar Hira, in the cave of Hira, that first time, for a while he stopped receiving revelation. This is called Fatrat Inqita' Al Wahi, the period of the cessation of revelation. When the Prophet stopped receiving revelation. Now, there are a number of theories as to why that happened and how exactly that happened. We see that a number of traditions, mainly narrated by Sunni sources, claim that when the Prophet stopped receiving revelation, he expected Jibra'il to, or that angel to, keep visiting him, right? He did not see that angel for a while, so he started getting worried. What's going on? Why is, not God, why is God not sending me revelation? Did something happen? Has God abandoned me? What's going on? So he gets very worried. He tells Khadija according to some of these traditions, that I'm not receiving revelation. Khadija, you know, who initially we thought she's supporting him, suddenly turns against him and she tells him, you know what, maybe God has abandoned you that makes him very very worried. Some hadith state he got so worried where he contemplated suicide. He thought of going and killing himself because God is not sending revelation. One hadith says there was, there was a woman in Mecca, she told the Prophet when she heard that he's not receiving revelation anymore, supposedly she told him, she asked him you know that devil that you saw the first time you know, it's good that he is not harassing you anymore and some words like that. Let me share with you actually some hadiths. Bukhari narrates a hadith from the Prophet in which Jabir supposedly, Jabir says, I heard the Messenger of God say that there was a period in those early days when I stopped received, receiving revelation and then suddenly I heard a voice from the sky I looked towards the sky, I saw that same angel. That same angel was sitting on a chair that filled the universe, that filled the skies. So I got scared. I got so scared I fell on my knees. And then I came to my family, to my wife and I told her, Zammiluni, Zammiluni, cover me, cover me. And that's when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed, Ya Ayyuhal Muddathir, 
That's the reason for this revelation. So this is one version that Bukhari tells us. Another hadith that we find in Bukhari and Muslim is that lady which told the Prophet she tells him, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful, I'm glad that that demon who was terrorizing you is, is, is no longer harassing you and you're not seeing him. Now Sunni scholars, when they've examined these traditions, they were asked, why would God do that? Why would God stop sending Jibra'il to the Prophet for some time? Their philosophy, their justification, their answer is that the Prophet, when he first met Jibra'il, Remember how he met him in Sunni sources, right? He scared him, he suffocated him, he squeezed him until he almost died. That kept the Prophet in a very fearful state. He had anxiety, he had panic attacks. So God wanted the Prophet to calm down because he was traumatized. So God wanted some time to pass. The Prophet calms down, he becomes more familiar with this business of revelation and how Jibra'il is going to meet him, right? Once the Prophet's anxiety goes away, then God sent the angel to come with new revelation. That's their argument, that the reason why God stopped revelation is to give a break after this traumatizing experience, to give the Prophet a break. Now let me ask you this, Question, based on your sound judgment, your intellect, do you accept any of this? And then they've actually said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed this verse, that when Allah came back with revelation after this period of time, now we don't exactly know how long this was, some say three days, some say 12 days, some say one month, some say three months, the Prophet stopped receiving revelation. So when Allah sent Jibra'il back, he came with these verses of Surah Al-Duha, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, wa-Duha, wa-Layli idha saja, ma wadda'aka rabbuka wa ma qala. Allah says in the Holy Quran, after swearing by the Duha, you know that time of noon and the night, Allah says, God has not abandoned you, He has not forsaken you. Don't worry, I have not forsaken you. Khadija told him God has abandoned you. God is saying, don't worry, I'm not abandoning you. So this is the common version that we see in, in many Sunni sources. There is one Shia source in Tafsir al-Qummi that also claims this from Abil Jarud. Abil Jarud was a man of corrupt beliefs. He's the leader of the Jarudiya school of thought. And that hadith, which we have only one hadith about this in our books, it does not have a sound chain, it's a broken chain. We don't know the chain of narrators. So it's not a reliable hadith, it's a weak hadith. So we Shias, we don't have any valid hadith that tells us the Prophet got worried and that Khadija told him, God has forsaken you. So we have several observations over here. First of all, when we examine these hadiths, we find that many of them are from Qatada and Dahak. They have narrated many of these hadiths which supposedly state that the Prophet you know, was anxious and he stopped receiving revelation and that he thought God wanted to abandon him and he, committed, he, he thought of committing suicide. Qatada and Dahak are known to get a lot of their information from the people of the book from Ahlul Kitab, 
So we can't really trust them when they deliver such information like that. We have reason to believe that they were heavily influenced by the people of the book. So we cannot really trust them. That's number one. Number two, this story is telling us that Allah sent the revelation the first time with Surah Iqra. Iqra bismi khalaq. Then the wahi stopped, revelation stopped. Then Allah revealed Surah Al-Duha in which He tells him, I have not forsaken you. Well, upon historical examination of when Surah Al-Duha was revealed, when was it revealed? Was it the second chapter to be revealed? According to these stories, it must be the second chapter because Allah sent Iqra, Surah Al-Alaq, then revelation stopped, then the first thing he received was Duha. So that makes Surah Al-Duha the second chapter to be revealed. But we, when we examine Surah Al-Duha, it's actually the 11th Surah to be revealed. We had Alaq, then Qalam, then Muzammil, then Mudathir, then Lahab, then Takweer, then A'la, then Inshirah, Al-Asr, Al-Fajr, then Duha. So all these nine, ver- nine chapters in between, when were they revealed? According to this fictitious story, right? All scholars agree that this is the sequence. Al-Duha came as the 11th chapter in the Holy Quran. That means between Alaq, the first chapter, and Duha, you had how many? Nine chapters. So when were they revealed then? I thought Wahi stopped. So when were they, how were they revealed? So this is an indication that there's a problem with these stories that we cannot really accept. So when it comes to the cessation of revelation, we cannot accept that he started getting worried, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made him feel that he was abandoned and that Khadija would say something like that. Khadija was the first to believe in him. She's now going to come and turn against him and say, you got to be worried God has abandoned you, that's not acceptable. So what really then did happen? First of all, we're not really sure if Wahi stopped. We don't have any actual evidence, hadiths, correct hadiths that tell us Wahi stopped. However, assuming that it did, there is a reason why it did. Can you guess why? It's not what these Sunni scholars state that the Prophet wanted, that Allah wanted to give the Prophet, you know, a break because he was traumatized and Allah wanted him to calm down. We don't accept that. When the Wahi stopped for a few days or let's say a month or two, why? What was the reason? Yeah, but that doesn't explain why revelation should be delayed. In fact, if you have more revelation, that would show people that the Prophet is refe- revealing revelation every day. Yes? Was it to test the Prophet's patience? No, the Prophet had absolute patience. It was not to test his patience. Isn't it because of the believers? That's half of it, to test the believers, yes. Because when some of those early, early believers were expecting the Prophet to receive revelation every day, when the revelation stopped for a few days, that actually was a way to shake them and test them, to see if they believed. 
It's like Prophet Musa when he was delayed, exactly. Allah extended his trip to test the believers. So That's half of it. How many times this happened again? So based on the hadiths that we have, this happened twice during the Prophet's time. During the, years? During the 23 years, twice Wahi stopped. This is what we believe the Shia Like I said, for the first time, we don't have actual, actual evidence like a Sahih hadith, but there are indications that yes, it did stop. So most likely it did. We don't exactly know the duration because the hadiths are conflicting, so I can't tell you exactly, but maybe 3 to 12 days, maximum 1 month. It didn't take that long, but there was a gap, yes. Wahi did stop. So that's half of it, to test the believers. The other half, to prove to the pagans that this was revelation from God. How? See, Allah wanted the people to know Muhammad He was not bringing these words from himself. And the best proof is that Wahi stopped. This showed the people that the Prophet is not speaking from his own because in those desperate early days, he needs Wahi. He needs constant revelation but it stopped. This was a powerful way to show the people that God is in charge. He's sending the words, so he stopped them. It wasn't Muhammad, because if Muhammad was making up those words, why would he stop them? In fact, he would keep coming up with those words. So that was a powerful way to show the pagans that God is sending the revelation. So don't forget you pagans, this is coming from higher up there, from high above, this is not from the Prophet. That was a great way to notify them of that. So it was not to give the Prophet a break because he was traumatized because we know he was never traumatized. He was ready for the revelation. It was to show his people that this is revelation from God and that the Prophet does not speak from his own self. If there's revelation, he'll speak. If there isn't, he won't. So this is discussion on the cessation of revelation in Qita' al-Wahi.